right from that Callisto Protocol review, which is coming out pretty easy because it's so fucking bad. <laughs> that's nice. That's it's nice to end the year on uh, on one that just uh, flows from the tongue. I'm probably going to write more about this, but it feels like more than once there's been like a big candidate for the worst games list come out right at the end of the year, right before my Christmas break in preparation for coming up with the list. Just to to sneak in under the <laughs> under the radar. Yeah, I think like mid-December is sort of a sneak under the hood sort of time mm -hmm. everyone's already bought their christmas presents yeah all right i think we're live hey uh, yeah, there's the chat acknowledging toffee amongst other things welcome to slightly something else everyone i'm yahtzee crozier this is marty sleever Hello, everyone and uh well here we are again here we are again in a post-Game Awards podcast, where I have once again done the best I can to avoid hearing about what won. Okay. And we're now uh, going to have a lovely conversation about it. I'm really excited because there's like a th there's a there's a three parts to this conversation. There's talking about who won. Yeah. There's the show itself. Which have did you hear about any of the controversies uh, surrounding the show? Well, I have heard a few things by the usual okay. osmosis that comes of hanging sure. around Twitter and looking at YouTube thumbnails. Yeah. I know some 15-year-old interrupted it at some point. It, it did. And let me tell you, far and away our best performing story that we wrote for the site. Okay, <laughs> like like 50,000 page views writing about this kid. So that's that's our new secret, is to just talk about the kid. All right. Um, so, yeah. And there was also a ton of uh, really cool reveals that I want to talk about. Yes. Well. A couple of which I can see on the thumbnail. Yes. Uh, which I did uh, hear about again by Osmosis. Mm -hmm. I know there's a new Jedi Fallen Order game. There's, there a, yeah. there's a Hades 2 got announced. Death Stranding yes. 2 got announced. Yeah, all, all, our, all our favorites are back. Um, and sequel, also sequel. there's original games. They, they announced things that weren't sequels, which was nice. Oh my goodness. Well, um, they must exist, presumably. Uh, <laughs> they do exist, but you, you know, you don't have to... Sometimes you could do games without sequels. Um, and of course, I already see a bunch of uh, super chats, and thank you guys so much for getting those in. And, and remember, we'll go over all of those in the back half of the show. And just remember that your your incredible memberships and your your Patreon memberships, your YouTube memberships, your Twitter memberships, or your uh, Twitch memberships—they're all greatly appreciated, and they help keep the lights on and let us do cool shit. So yes, thank you all although, so much. They were already locked into the Sea of Thieves thing, apparently. We are, yeah. We'll have to come up probably in the new year. We'll have, we'll have more ideas for more weird series. Because, like, uh, Casey and I are getting to the end of Metal Gear. We're, we're going to finish Metal Gear Solid 4 this week, and Mike. so we'll just have a couple streams of Revengeance left. What Mike. a journey. My God, Metal Gear comes to an end. It does, yeah, without us even playing Metal Gear Solid 5, because like, that's, that's too, oh. much. There's too much stuff going on there. I guess Metal Gear Solid 4 is the canon end of the timeline. It is. It feels like, yeah, before... Oh, wait, before wait, Konami what about... What about Revengeance? You play Revengeance? We are playing Revengeance as our like digestif, as our as our okay. post Metal Gear. Um, that's how you find of... out what happened to Otacon after Metal that's Gear Solid right. Four. That's true. That's right. Uh, and and let me tell you, Casey's been very nervous about our boy Otacon. Well, he's huh. a troubled one. That Otacon. Yeah, uh, you you shouldn't be doing stuff with your stepmom. That's what I think. But Otacon yeah. never listens to me. So yeah. Also, maybe stop falling in love with things, because uh, uh, it makes yeah, them he die. Does that a lot. He does that a lot. Yeah, he does it a lot. But good for him. He got the he got the he got the snog uh, Naomi in the back of a of a helicopter in Metal Gear Solid Four. Should we talk yeah. about the Game Awards instead of the like hottest you, game of two thousand eight? 
<laughs> like you said, they just snogged because obviously, you know, he popped before anything more could happen. Uh, um, vintage Otacon. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I, as usual, have been skillfully doing my best to avoid hearing what won, although obviously uh, some things couldn't be avoided. I did mm-hmm. already hear that Elden Ring won Game of the Year. It did. Um, despite, uh, we, we were worried throughout, not worried, but like, uh, it felt like God of War was winning a lot of the below the line. Um, well, I, pl- I, pre- I predicted that if you'll recall, mm-hmm. I predicted that God of War Ragnarok cheekily coming out just before submissions closed would mm-hmm. ultimately work against it in game of the yep. year contest because, yeah. uh, uh, the awards came along just in time for the blowback period that's hitting yeah. God of War Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, which you're, which you're kind of seeing now. And so it won, you know, it won stuff like, uh, it won best score, best sound design, best, uh, accessibility options. It won uh, best score. It won best score. Yeah. Yeah. See, I assumed Metal Hellsinger won that. No, the bummer is, yeah, it didn't, it, it didn't. And I feel like that was one. And I think I mentioned this, I'm not even a big Metal Hellsinger fan, but, um, it just seems like that is the game whose score is like right. intrinsic to its gameplay yeah, and it yeah, feels well, like I, that game well i just glimpsed a random tweet referencing metal hellsinger after the award so i assumed it won something mm-hmm. um no it didn't win anything which is which is an absolute bummer well uh, Stray shit. took home both of the indie awards so best oh, independent game and best off, debut Stray. indie game and let me tell you casey was not thrilled by that I casey bet. was very upset uh, i thought you were anti-stray turns out casey really hates that cat <laughs> It, well, it's there's very little actual gameplay innovation in Stray, which I do, is what indie is usually for. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm I'm obviously very pro Stray, but I think it winning over stuff like Neon White and Sifu and Tunic bah. Uh, just seemed pretty silly to me. Bah, <clears throat> bah! I say they just yeah. went with Stray because it had the cutie wooty equal kitty witty and got all the headlines. It was also the game that had like zero push, like everyone could finish Stray, whereas, you know, Sifu was tough and Tunic could get confusing and Neon White had waifus. Everyone could finish Neon White, but uh, Uh, I guess they they, uh, got stuck on the waifu thing. Don't don't you hate getting stuck on the waifu thing? Um, Depends on my mood. I guess the padooch. Uh, in the genre categories, uh, Bayonetta won Best Action Game, uh, God of War, Action Adventure, Elden Ring, Role Playing, uh, Multiverses won Fighting Game, Kirby, huh. Family Game, uh, Mario and Rabbids won Best Sim slash Strategy, uh, and then uh, thank the Lord that Marvel Snap won Best Mobile Game. I know you were worried about that, but Marvel I'm just, Snap I'm just did stuck win. on Multiverses at the moment. Fucking yeah, pandering th- the game, that is. Uh, yeah, I think it was also, like, that was that category we were talking about how Sifu was nominated in it, but I think a lot of people were just like, this is not a fighting game, this is an action game, so, um, other than that, there was no big, you know, next year I think it's gonna be a much different story because we saw new trailers for, like, both Tekken and, uh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 6 and Tekken 8, I guess, so there's, like, big boy fighting games coming next year. I don't really play the big boy fighting games. Uh, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Street Fighter 6 looks just fucking insane they're just like kitchen sinking it and there's like yakuza stuff in the game where you just run around a city beating the shit out of people like i am genuinely intrigued by street fighter honestly fighting games are starting to feel like strategy games in that they've sort of been taken over by the technical weirds 
yeah people, like, people who like yeah, the sweaties yeah, yeah the, the sweaties who want to yeah. just want to play it in tournaments all the time and, yeah yeah and yell at people for not being skilled enough that's why i like smash smash is smash is nice and simple well you can win um, smash just by beating your controller with a spade but i've literally proven that on streams which has been great uh so do you know how the show opened up do you know who the first presenter was uh no i do not give me some hints uh it was it is an academy award winning actor who one could argue was the greatest actor of the 20th century huh that's uh and, and this uh, this man came out to to present the best performer that's quite an accolade best actor yeah. in the 20th century yeah i think an argument can be made who's, who's currently alive well who's you know they can alive. argue you can an argument can be made for anything now it could be made for fucking, uh, uh, you know, whoever, like... Uh, Mike Myers from Austin Powers? Shannon Tweed to be the best actor yeah. of the 20th century. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't think anyone would be shocked to hear someone uh, uh, say that this person would be uh, uh, considered one of the best actors of the 20th century. Serene McKellen. Not Serene McKellen. Even stranger, in my opinion. It was I mean, Al Pacino. I... Well, that's not the first place I'd go to. <laughs> so okay. Al Pacino uh, 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 kind of wandered on stage seemed very confused it seemed <laughs> like the teleprompter was very far away from the stage so he right. was kind of squinting and didn't know what to say and was just talking about how he's like well, I don't play video games but my grandkids do <laughs> um, yeah. and, and uh, it always happens it, when they just bring out the like regular world celebrities for the video game awards I mean the most important Part of all of this was 12 hours later when Kojima got a picture with Al Pacino. Um, so that was nice. Like it, Kojima had the, the largest smile I've ever seen on someone's face getting a selfie with Al Pacino. So, you know, I'm just happy for Hideo. And maybe he'll force Al Pacino to get into his weird 3D mocap ring and, and Al Pacino will be in Death Stranding too. Hideo Kojima seems weirdly persuasive with, with that sort of thing. He's great. How do you He's say no to getting into the weird soul capture machine? Well, quite. It, I guess it's certainly a a challenging acting role yeah <laughs> um and so uh al pacino awarded uh best performance to christopher judge who played kratos uh, <sighs> yeah, and christopher judge took the and, stage and gave about a 15 to 20 minute speech to kick off the show and a fucking fat paycheck just by grumbling into a mic for six hours <laughs> but he learned how to love his son <sighs> uh i do i, I to my mind, a great uh, performance is where you absolutely do not recognize the actor. Like, Gary Oldman was a great actor, because he was like a different person in every single role. You don't think doing one thing one one thing well? No I, don't think, no, I don't think doing one thing well makes you a good actor. I don't think Arnold Schwarzenegger was a good actor. But the, a performance could be a best performance if you do one thing well, right? Well, this okay. isn't like a career oh, performance. Well, it's like a single, a single. Game. All right, fine. Since it's since they said performance, fine. He I was, also personally would have just given it to him. Christopher Judge did a really good job at playing Christopher Judge. Well done. Good on I you. I think must be difficult. I think Man Engage from uh, Immortality was far and away the best performance, and it was like ten different characters, and she was incredible, and like that game, like completely hinged on her performance so the fact that uh immortality also won nothing i thought was, was fucking knew you'd a say crime that. they can't just keep giving best performance to the one fmv games or that undermines the whole industry counterpoint oh that's where all the good acting is <laughs> just 
Fly well, back. Yeah. Fine. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, in just that, that. In that it involves both kinds of acting, the visual and the audible kind. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, of course, at the end, uh, you know, Elden Ring won Best Direction and then won Best uh, Best Game. Wait, 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 while... wait, wait. It was the best narrative uh, thing that was the... Oh, that was God of War, that one. Was the con oh, for I was about. I was gonna try to guess that one. Yeah. So oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because it I was. Thought I, I thought I mentioned it earlier. Because it was always like controversial that they put Elden Ring in there, and you know how the mm. Game Awards hates that controversy. Yeah, uh, I feel like a lot of the controversy came after. Because I think by the time the nominees were out, the voting was already done. Yeah. So I don't think like the voting could sway. I guess unless there's like shiftiness behind the scenes, but I don't. I don't think there's shiftiness behind the scenes, but. Um, yeah, God of War won uh, best best narrative. Well, I was gonna guess that because that's like the model for narrative games these days. That like the completely linear path. God forbid yeah. they award someone for trying to do something interesting in the interactive space with narrative. Mm -hmm. Like it's just this this game best fit the template for what we consider to be a narrative game, i.e., a really long film. We have to hold down a button to keep the reels turning. <laughs> I, I kind of like I, I like that. Yeah, that that, that kind of checks out. Grr, um, spit. <laughs> oh no, we're still in the pandemic. You can't be spitting. Oh, sorry, Toffee. Oh no, Toffee. Well, it's only fair. Um, he keeps licking me. Uh, <laughs> that is true. Does Toffee not realize that we're still in a pandemic? Yeah, uh, and he like licks his own butt a lot. Uh, well, at least you don't reciprocate that. Oh. Well, dun, you know, dun, dun, dun. buy me a drink first, Toby. <laughs> uh, and the best uh, game direction, I also already ruined. I'm sorry. That was Elden Ring, that, yeah. That was Elden yeah. Ring, yeah. And yeah, so when that yeah. won Best Direction, we got worried that... Um, best Direction in that it has a director, an accredited director. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but, like, Immortality has a director. Well, it's Sam a film, Marlo. isn't it? It is a film. Well, it is several films. Yeah, yeah. Several films that you that you clicked through. Several films uh, that got cut up and then thrown in your face like confetti. Well, I don't know. Where, where is this? This anti-immortality will not stand because I get it from you. I get it from Casey. I don't like it. Every show. Well, maybe we're biased because we review video games. Uh, this might be this might be true. You guys might actually be thinking about the medium that we work in as opposed to me being like, well, I like this. These are good performances. I still think I'm right. It's fine. Um, and then, yeah, for Game of the Year, Elden Ring uh, beat out uh, Plague Tale and God of War, Horizon, Stray, and Xenoblade. Yeah, that much was easy to predict. It was mm -hmm. the game that basically took over the whole year and, like, sucked yeah. the oxygen out of the room for most of the year. Yeah, and it's it's funny. It, it reminded me of... Um, in 2017 when Breath of the Wild came out and that was March, you know, like around the same time that Elden Ring came out this year and it felt very much like right from that moment like oh, well this is just gonna win, isn't it? Mm. And sure enough, it did for most people. Um, but then yeah, while uh, right at the end of, of Miyazaki giving his speech in which he said uh, expect more stories in the Elden Ring universe, so I don't know if that means um, DLC, I you know, assume. DLC, yeah, yeah. Uh, a a fifteen year old child who was sort of just shambling around uh, stepped up to the mic and said, "I want to thank everybody and say that I want to nominate this award to my reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton." And what? then it cut to a very confused Jeff Keeley, 
who uh, sort of ushered security and then gave a closing and was like, goodbye. And it was just the end of the show. And so that's how the show ended. And we were all very confused at what happened there. Uh, and it turned sound. out it was like a 15-year-old prankster. Okay. What, why was yeah. he there? Uh, it was, in theory, open to the public if you could buy, if you could buy tickets. Uh, but it was funny. He was sitting like two rows behind... Uh, uh, the Elden Ring team the entire show so like every time they would like cut to a camera shot of Miyazaki you could see him lingering in the background oh, right. so they, <laughs> they, like, oh. thought he, they thought he was part of that team so I just maybe? thought he was like I don't know he looked to me when he was up there at first I thought he was the kid who plays Kratos because that kid also <laughs> looked young and like apathetic <laughs> the kid who plays Kratos I oh thought. no not Kratos sorry Andreas <laughs> Yes, the large 50-year-old yes. child who plays Kratos. Well, blimey, yeah. that kid must have smoked a lot of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was, uh, yes, that was a, a strange ending to a show that, uh, uh, other than the very strange, long Christopher Judge speech, it uh, was shorter than previous years. Musical performances were short and sweet and were actually pretty good. Uh, it didn't feel like it was inundated with a bunch of weird Hollywood stuff. Like, I think the only movie trailer was a clip from the Mario movie, which very much makes sense for the game awards um none of the celebrities outside of al pacino had me thinking why are you here but even with al pacino i was like i think it's great that you're here al pacino i think it's i think okay. it's wonderful please please he's probably, um, he's probably forgotten already yeah but he'll always uh he'll always remember the time his soul got captured in kojima's motion capture ring uh, the chat wants you to acknowledge the player's choice award genshin impact that doesn't count uh, yeah. The players are wrong. The players are wrong. Yeah, yeah. I figured Genshin Impact would win that one. It was way out ahead in field. It That's... was. Uh, it, it was. It was uh, for a while. It was neck and neck with Sonic Frontiers, and I am personally upset. That's what it happens when it's a popularity contest, I mm -hmm. suppose. Yes. Uh, we all know Sonic Frontiers is a real people's choice, though. So did they so. do that? So did they do the old um, uh, motherfucker with a name who agreed to show up award? Where it was sort of like a lifetime achievement thing. Like one year it was Ken and Roberta Williams. Oh, no. So Ken and Roberta Williams were there presenting an award and then showed off their new game. But it wasn't, I don't I don't think there was like an actual lifetime achievement award section. Unless I went to the bathroom no. at that point. Um, All, right. All right, I'm just going to bring up the, the list of things. Okay. Um, so do you want me to start going over reveals? Uh, sure. I'll just, uh, take a look for myself at the list of winners. Okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I think that was, that was most of the categories. Game of the year, game direction, best narrative. <laughs> best uh, score and music, best audio design, God of War Ragnarok, of course. Best performance, God of War Ragnarok. Oh yeah, games for impact. That's the one I've never been entirely clear what they mean. Well, and As Dusk Falls was really bad. As like, Dusk I Falls was really bad. So I don't know what impact, if that was like a negative impact, I would get it. But yeah, I don't think even they know what it means. 
No, that's was, was there like like one character in as Dust Falls who was like a you know hit all the woke criteria? No, there wasn't, and it, the story was like not. It wasn't even like grappling with the same things that like Life is Strange does. It was it was just like a really cheesy made for TV movie about a robbery gone awry and. And and the the consequences for the two families. Yeah. Um, Occasionally, I've thought I that meant like you know uh, revolutionary ideas for game design, but that obviously that's not the case here because it was just another choose your own adventure book. Well, yeah. I just want to know whose dick Xbox Game Studios was sucking that night. Um, well, uh, <laughs> apparently no one's because they, the Xbox had zero reveals, and this was like the only Xbox thing there. So maybe maybe that's that's how it worked. Xbox was like, please, we need, we need an award. God, our our, our children to, are hungry. I just want to hear some justifications. How could one justify giving As Dusk Falls the Games for Impact Award over Citizen Sleeper? Yeah, that was a good game. I like that one. I mean, As Dusk Falls seems like it was the biggest of those games if only in it had like a bigger spotlight on All, it i think when it came always out. the same it's just the who's the richest cunt in the room awards uh and that <sighs> that man is uh Hedetaka miyazaki the absolute richest uh first time two-time winner as well congrats miyazaki you did great mario and rabbits won best sim stroke strategy game it did yeah i guess it was the most you know it was another richest cunt in the room situation. It was the most. It was also probably one. the best of those games. And Splatoon I mean, Three won best multiplayer game. What? Yeah. Is, like Nintendo been sucking all the dicks as well that night. What would you? As so you don't play any multiplayer games. What are you like taking taking umbrage with? Are you? A, do you think Modern Warfare Two deserved the win? Do you want a champion for multiverses or Overwatch? I, I guess not. I just don't think it was Splatoon Three as representative of what the multiplayer. Splatoon Three is plays. a massive, massive multiplayer game. Oh, it right. is. You are you are out of touch if you don't think how big of a multiplayer game it is. Well, like, I suppose. It is huge. Well, I suppose I must be. I just I noticed Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom won most anticipated game. See, thumbs up. Which only is, ma- only award that mattered. Which, as I frequently remind you, is the most bullshit of the bullshitty awards. Why? People could be excited. It's just who's got the richest marketing department award. It's not richest. Mar- We've had like three trailers in ten years for this game. No one, no one knows what any of these games are like, though. It's, the, I, I, it's preempt. It's the hype award. It's the. That's it's why the it's anticipated. Award. You can't have most anticipated after something comes out. That'd be that'd be chaos. Yeah, kiss my ass. Game <laughs> awards and everyone generally. <laughs> Speaking of most anticipated, do you want to go over some of the some of the hot trailers we saw? Content creator like hot of trailer. the year. There's someone you- who I've never fucking heard of. And I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna defend any of the esports or content creator people because I don't understand any of who these people are. Yeah, none of the esports stuff makes any sense to me. Yeah, <laughs> that is the def- that is definitely a category where I'm very confused. Okay, all right. Let's me scroll back up to this list of shit that got announced. Okay. I'll, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go in order of things that I think are very exciting. And number one is a new game, Judas. Do you know what Judas is? Uh, Other than the man who sold out Christ. No. What's Judas? It is 
Ken Levine's game, finally. Uh, oh. Ken Levine's uh, and Ghost Story Games, uh, uh, you know, that's the the former Irrational folks, their first project um, since Bioshock Infinite almost this 10 is years the, ago. This is the bullshit thing he's been, you know, Duke Nukem forevering for the last five years. It is. And I'm going to blow your mind. It looks like a Bioshock game. <laughs> oh, does it now? <laughs> yeah, in a really in a really great way. Like I think the trailer looks really great. Um, it's uh, its theme is or its its slogan is "Fix what you broke," and it seems like you play a uh, you play a, a woman aboard the spaceship, and her name is Judas, and the spaceship has a sort of rapture like feel to it, where it almost Mr. feels like Arnold Carnival Judas. Sorry, right, never mind. Arnold Judas rumor. <laughs> Um, and it seems like people in the space station are slowly losing their mind. It seems like there's like different themed areas to the, to the space station. But from what I've heard, um, the, the whole thing about how Ken Levine said he wanted to build a game out of narrative Legos. Yeah. I remember are that, saying that. Yeah. It's like the equivalent of the game will have replay because you're so say like when you got down to Rapture in the original Bioshock, you could like actually choose who to side with. And yeah. in those ways it would like you'd be able to double cross someone or fall in love with someone or murder everyone. And that would end up giving you a different story. So it's less like infinite stories and more of seemingly like your decisions actually matter in this Bioshock uh, S game. I'm always such a pushover in your decisions matter games. I just say yes to whoever's talking to me now because I just hate <laughs> seeing people nice. disappointed. Yeah. Um, the game, the game looks really cool. I mean, it looks like what, what, what Ken Levine would be making now um, does not look surprising, but looks very cool. Um, and he said earlier this year that um, when they revealed it, they would they wouldn't reveal it until it's close to release. So maybe that's something we get next year. So I don't think they want to do another Bioshock Infinite where they reveal it and then it goes, you know, several years and iterations of the game later until it actually comes out. Uh, who knows? Who knows? If we even hear from this again. Was it like a gameplay trailer or pre-rendered? Uh, it was, uh, footage in it was gameplay. Um, okay. but it was like, a, you know, it wasn't like elongated gameplay. It was chopped up. Um, but looks very cool. Um, I thought it was, a, it's hardly, thought it was a really effective trailer. It hardly seems valid to list shit like Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League under announcements. We already knew they were making that. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, yeah, they showed a couple, uh, things like, I mean, one thing they, they dated a bunch of games and, uh, not dated like kissed, but like dated like yeah, yeah, set yeah. dates and, uh, your, our June or our May and June are going to be very busy huh. as of right now, May 12th is Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. May 26th is Suicide Squad. Uh, June 2nd is Street Fighter, which you don't care about. June 6th is Diablo and June 22nd is Final Fantasy 16. So oh, a busy joy. few weeks span um, for some people. For some, for some, but you're going to probably play some of those. Uh, I played like the first six hours of Final Fantasy 16, and then say it's rubbish. That's my usual strategy. <laughs> yes, that sounds that sounds about right. Um, other big ones, yes, we saw uh, Hades two, which I was actually surprised by because um, I just didn't think, you know, Super Giant. They're they're not they don't make sequels. They make original games. But I think Hades was such a massive hit. In um, probably in comparison sales wise to their previous games, that uh, yeah, yeah, it's somehow it you know. hit the mark. Yeah, it was doing a lot of things it had done before in other games, but I guess all the cows came home to roost with that one. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm yeah. looking at the list. Uh, Bayonetta Origins. What's that? Yeah. Like a spin off. Bayonetta Origins as Cereza, 
and the Lost Demon. It's yeah. apparently a prequel about the origins of Bayonetta before she became a witch. And let me tell you, it does not look like a Bayonetta game. It's like painterly. It has this like aesthetically, it's I think the best looking Bayonetta game. Um, but it has this like isometric. It almost seems like a puzzle action game um, oh, that has like a fairy tale vibe to it. And a, apparently, there's like a prologue to it hidden in Bayonetta three. If you like buy a bunch of items and find these different keys, you can like you could have unlocked a prologue, like a little preview of it or something. I don't know. Look neat. All right, what else we got? Uh, um, Death Stranding two. Yep. Which I am. Let me tell you, I am thrilled for. We got I old man Norman Reedus. I never finished the first one. If I'm honest. Oh, you're gonna love this second one though. It's got uh, it's got Troy Baker playing a guitar. Uh, the tagline but, is "Should we have connected?" Do you like have that. to do a lot of walking? On I'm gonna be honest, you probably have stuff. to do even more walking. But it looked like you had like a like a cool little unicycle, which um, I'm very pro unicycle. So okay, um, well, like a then uh, <laughs> pretty much like a segue. Yeah, um, Earthblade is another game very excited about. It is the second game from the Celeste team. What did you think of Celeste? I liked it, not mm -hmm. as much as some people, but uh, sure, you know, it sure. was fun. Uh, <clears throat> this uh, definitely seems like it's Celeste's uh, movement mechanics in uh, a Metroidvania. I saw and the so, title and my eyes just like glossed straight over it. That's a very generic name they've picked. It is an incredibly generic name, especially since Celeste, I think, is a really good and unique name. Yeah, uh, I hope you remember it. Yeah, whereas Earthblade, um, yeah, I mean, it just seems like Celeste plus Metroidvania, really effective trailer where, you know, how Celeste was like almost like room by room puzzles. This was very much like the whole trailer was a single shot scrolling across how big the map is and all the different stuff. Um, so looked really neat. 2024, they said, which we'll all be dead by then. So it doesn't yeah, really yeah. matter when I look to play this. Remnant 2. I remember kind of liking Remnant 1. Yeah, I think Nick was pretty excited about that. They had a couple, a handful of like sort of, I don't want to say double A games, but games like like the showing off the new Remnant, showing off the new Warhammer Space Marine, uh, this game called Banishers from uh, Don't Nod and Focus. Don't Nod, some... yes, they were the Life is Strange dudes. Yeah, Life is Strange. Yeah, and uh, Remember Me, if you remembered me. Yeah, which is you know a game I seem to remember fondly, although I don't remember it being good. Yeah, I think that was one of those a uh, lot of cool ideas, but. Um, Maybe the whole thing didn't really come together. Uh, oh, and Vampire, the escapist. Yes. By the way, we're talking about it. It seems like Don't Nod are the kings of cool ideas that don't really come together. <laughs> there you go. Easy peasy. Uh, I think one of the last reveals of the show, one of the biggest reveals, was uh, finally got confirmation that FromSoft is doing an Armored Core game. Okay. Uh, called Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Are you a big Armored Core fan? <laughs> Did you no. go to sleep? Oh, okay. I no, I, I, went to sleep. I, I don't think I've ever played an Armored Core game. It's just mecha yeah, shit, right? It is absolutely just mecha shit. Um, and so, yeah, it's interesting. I, IGN has a big exclusive interview about it, about how it feels very much like it's going to be a classic Armored Core game and not like Armored Core, but Souls-like. Um, so I'm curious to that. I'm especially curious how modern from software fans are gonna react to it if it feels very different from you know the the kind of formula they've put in place ever since uh demon souls okay then uh and then i think the last game i had on my list um is called crime boss rock hey city yes r-o-c-k-a-y it's uh, it 505 looks like... games yep 
who it very much looks like a first person like Vice City meets Payday. Um, but Jesus. it just has the weirdest at, cast. I'm <laughs> looking at five and five games as like previous games, and they're like just it's just a like a a stream of casual shit. My ballet studio, my beauty salon, my fashion gotta, studio, all for Nintendo DS. You gotta you gotta pay the bills. See, that allows them to get the money to make Rock Hay City, in which case they uh they hire on people like Michael Madsen, Kim Basinger, Danny Glover, Michael Rooker, Vanilla Ice, and Chuck Norris to be in the game. Man, so let me tell you, just, I like, thought I had a head injury. They just went to the nearest Hollywood rehab center and just grabbed yeah, the first okay. six people in the lobby, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, 505 is a weird <clears throat> 505 is a weird publisher. Like Nick said here, they published Control. They also published Death Stranding on PC. Like, I don't I don't I guess di- diversify your your portfolio? Question it says, mark. It says here they're developing Control 2 as well as uh, they're publishing. Control. They're publishing. Definitely well, not developing. Well, Wikipedia is calling you a liar. Uh I mean Remedy's developing it, so Wikipedia can well, call w- me a liar. Wikipedia- Maybe 505 has some ownership in Remedy. Oh, it says here they're co-developing it with Remedy. Yeah, I bet the geniuses that brought us my first dollhouse, the Nintendo DS, will bring a great amount of useful lessons to the development of Control 2. There you go. There you go. It'll be great. Anyway, shall we go to Super Chats? I think we've got quite a few. We got we got a lot. I'm sure I'm sure people bring up a bunch of stuff we might have missed from the show. So yeah, please, please uh, guys, get your get your Super Chats in, your donos. We'll read them out now. Well, let's start us off with a superb owner who gave us $5 and says, I actually enjoyed Game Awards 2022 compared to 2020's The Last of Us 2 wankfest. I'm here hoping to be validated by Marty and de-hyped by Yards. Here's some money. Yes, only give money to us. Don't give money to anyone else because then they've won. <laughs> they, they've won. Uh, yes. I, I yeah. agree. I think... The three of us, uh, Nick, Casey, and I, while streaming, I think we kind of came to consensus at the end that it was one of our one of our favorite shows we've live streamed, and we've done well, like well, at least it had some. Apparently, it had some interesting moments to talk about. Some interesting drama. It did. It did. Some, some and, absolute and, confusion. And Christopher Judge mouthing off for twenty minutes. It's a lot. Of, a lot of talking. He's very big, though. Who's going to tell him to stop? He's very. What did, large. He, what did he even say for twenty minutes? Was he just like reading aloud from his biography or something? He very. Uh, he's, he 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 takes a lot of time before every sentence so he's given a lot of thought to everything he was saying Just even could have been so, trimmed down 15 minutes could have been trimmed down i mean i've done like a lot of recording and you'd, in my experience you'd be surprised how long a minute is when you have to listen mm-hmm. to someone talk for that long anyway dimitri gives five canadian dollars and says i can't see this live but i'm excited to see marty's optimism rub against the artsy cynicism again love these catch-up streams yeah, just rub your optimistic beard on my cynical beard. Oh no! Watch, watch the static electricity sparks fly. <laughs> Scavenger gives five dollars and says it feels like a missed opportunity to not have game-specific categories: best original character, best support NPC, best villain, best gameplay loop. I agree. Well, it's, it's, let's face it, Scavenger. It's not about the interesting parts of video game design, is it? I it's also about agree. It's about hyping up the richest cunts in the room, as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very strange, Scavenger. I agree with that. Scavenger gives another $5 and says, Meanwhile, best content creator, most anticipated game. Say what you will about the Oscars, but they don't do best trailer or best projectionist. Uh, first off, 
they should do best trailer because I, I would like to know what the best trailer of every year is well, and a content creator the isn't to? like a projectionist scavenger you, those are different things. trailers are usually cut together with like a completely different company to the people who made the film right uh yeah yeah there's like a handful of directors who cut their own trailers but most of the times it's like a trailer company who doesn't i assume the trailer houses have their own sort of internal thing like there, maybe there's trailer house conventions that have their own oh, trailer like house award ceremony. The the trailies, the trailie awards. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'd go to the trailies. Who do you think gets to cut the trailer for the trailies? Like, is that oh, like a big thing? That's probably uh, what the king of the trailer thing <laughs> does. If you if you win best trailer, you get to yeah. cut the trailer for the trailers next year. Yeah, it's like you know Father Time passing on the crown. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lance Drake gives 10 US dollars. Oh, sorry, Duffy, I need my hands for this. Stop bringing up Dark Souls challenge. Unless this is the first mention, in which case I will feel silly. Love the show, guys. Yeah, you should feel silly, Lance Drake. We literally didn't mention Dark Souls. I said Demon Souls earlier, but I did not say Dark Souls. So uh -huh. you should be ashamed yes, of yourself. You, are, you should be ashamed on a technicality. Mm-hmm. Always someone gives $10 and says, Hey, Marty, since we're already going to hear Yahtzee's later, what was your best stroke, worst stroke, blandest of 2022? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Man, my... they really shoveled that onto you out of yeah. nowhere, didn't they? Yeah, seriously. Uh, uh, my uh, my favorites were uh, Immortality right. and Neon White and mm. Elden Ring. Mm. Um, my least favorites were As Dusk Falls. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's anything I like actively disliked as much as As Dusk Falls. Oh, and well, then, it, I guess it had an impact then. Yeah, I guess so. And then uh, Blandis would probably be probably like uh, Saints Row, maybe? Saints Row yeah. feels very, very, be very a, bland. That'd be a pretty yeah. strong contender for yeah. the bland. So bland, it actively sucked interestingness out of Saints Row, the franchise. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> Uh, also, we had a, a joining tip jar was the war boss of Crone. Thank you so much. And uh, Bajango also uh, re-upped on early access for four months and said, Mr. Judge is wandering the streets as we speak. <laughs> I like the idea that he's still just wandering around L.A. Like wanting yeah, to just, just to grumbling at people. people. Yeah. With his best friend Al, Al Pacino. Yeah. And then he hits them with an axe. <laughs> Jason Duda gives two Canadian dollars and says, cute kitty go brrrr. Thanks for contributing, Jason Tudor. Moving yeah, hastily on. A Superb Owner gives $5 and says, I'll just say it, the Game Awards need a best horror game category. Games like Resident Evil Village keep getting lumped into best action adventure. Was that supposed to be a dry heave, A Superb Owner? That's not where you put dry heaves. Dry heaves <laughs> are when a title that's not yet established as a franchise has two titles with a colon between them. So we dry heave. We dry heaved when a Plague Tale <laughs> Innocence came out, but mm. we don't dry heave when we say a Plague Tale Requiem because now it's a franchise. Okay, so it was Jedi dry heave Fallen Order, but we yes. don't dry heave at Jedi Colon Survivor now. No, exactly. You understand. Easy. Although Easy. we do dry heave at uh, what was it? Uh, crime Boss <laughs> Rock A City. Oh, I'm dry heaving at a lot of that because I, I don't know what is going on with that title. Rather on the subject, like we dry heave at Banishers, <laughs> Ghosts of New Eden as well. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that is. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyway, moving on, scrolly scroll. Richard Glenn gives twenty pounds, British pounds, the best kind Thank of you, pounds. Richard. To say, is there a significant level of value that can be attached to a big game awards ceremony? Does it enhance the perceived prestige of the industry, or is it simply a pompous exercise in corporate backpatting? It can be both, Richard Glenn. I've always mm-hmm. felt like it's necessary. This and E3 are necessary for the general prestige of the industry. I just wish there was an alternative that focused more on the artistic side of things, like the equivalent of the Cannes Film Festival, as a point I have frequently made. We've got our yep. Oscars. We need our Cannes Film Festival. And the thing about, yeah, that's the thing with the Oscars is like people always say it should be like the Oscars. But if like you watch a lot of movies, you know, the Oscars never get it right. Like ever. Yeah. Yeah, And so it's more of like a celebration and like an approximation and watching it to get mad at things. Uh, Gantoris, member for six months in early access, says Hades 2, 35 exclamation marks. That is all. Well, did yeah. Hades 1 leave it anywhere to go? Uh, you play as Zagreus's sister this time. Oh. Apparently Hades is fuck your, your, your pops is locked up by his dad, Kronos, the god of time. You have to fight Kronos, who's just a big time lord. Wait, so uh, is the sister character the same character who was like always the first boss in Hades 1? No, no, it is a it is a new character. Her name was something with a, I think it was something with an M, Miloni? Milano? Alano? Okay. An actual person from mythology who I don't know. The Dogmatic Director gives $2 and says, The most anticipated award made me audibly groan. Well, that always does the, has the same effect on me, the Dogmatic Director. Oh, you guys are I, nuts. What I is going it, on? What? I say it every groaning? year. It's just the hype prize, and I hate hype. Yeah, Elden Ring won it the last two years, and you know what game fucking ruled? Elden Ring. Well, it doesn't always work that way, does it? I wonder what's won all of I actually don't know if they've ever, like... I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm all but certain there have been games that won most anticipated that ended up to be shite. I think Cyberpunk won once. Womp womp. Yeah, that, that sounds right, actually. Uh, I'm going to keep going back through the years to see, but you, you uh, can continue. Mike Anderson gives £5. Says, have either of you played The Case of the Golden Idol? It's an Oberdin-like recommended by Lucas Pope himself. Yes, I have. It is very Oberdin-like. Uh, not as good, though. Yeah, it's, it has like a almost like an old school adventure game, uh, like yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah, graphics are a bit ugly, if I'm honest. Yeah, but you know, if if you need something to scratch that Oberdin itch, maybe it'll help for a while. Exactly, get that itch scratched. Kiro 6 the thirteenth gives five dollars and says, "Getting news about the Ken Levine project is interesting." Certainly is. I remember, like we'd all but dismissed Ken Levine, like as we news a couple of years ago. Because uh, I think earlier this year I talked about it, and then we were like, "Where do you think he's making anything?" His dev studio was in dire straits, and like mm-hmm. he'd like let go most of the staff, and uh, he was like constantly going back and redeveloping the core concept of what the fuck he was even trying to make. 
having a full decade to work on something is, is pretty wild. That being said, trailer looks really cool. I guess if you've got the money, you can like yeah. keep it go, keep the train ride going as long as you want. Yeah, I mean the money's coming from uh, 2K and Take Two, and that's the Grand Theft Auto publisher, so I, I think they're fine. Krizne gives five pounds and says, "Yatsi, would you ever do voice acting or narration in a video game? Have you ever done it before?" I've done some spotty voice work for video games. Uh, I think the biggest job I ever did was like voicing uh, like for an educational game because I thought it would be a laugh. But I haven't but like what, generally done like voice to character or anything. What, what never, kind of stuff I, did you voice for the educational game? It was just, you know, reading loud fact sheets like saying, mm. this sort of word ends in ITE but mm. there's no real rule, you just have to memorise it all because English is a bastard like that. I've never done a grunt session, if that's what you're asking. That sounds like it would be literal hell on earth. Or it'd be fun for like the first 10 minutes and then it's like, oh no, why do we have to keep doing this? I've heard grunt sessions are painful. Frost tells me like people have ended up coughing up blood at the end of grunt sessions. No one likes, no one likes the sound of that. Uh, Scavenger gives $5 and says, Games for Impact is awful. Is it forgiving LGBTQA games a separate but equal win? Games don't have to be pro-violence because Game of the Year will be violent? You know, think about it. You may be right, Scavenger. If you read games for impact as non-violent game that might uh make a sliver more sense over the years uh is citizen sleeper a violence though no it's more of like a disco elysium style visual novel sort of affair gotcha um yeah i don't know i actually don't know what their uh no, nobody knows nobody knows what the fucking criteria for games for impact is it used to be called games yeah. for change and I thought it was even like what they were nominating every year for that. I thought it was even odds they were talking about change as in alteration or change as in small amounts of money. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was usually like a bunch of like barely, uh, barely known indie games that were probably all sold for five bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Fat Highlander 23 gives $10. Says, I think I want to nominate this award to my reformed Orthodox rabbi Marty Void Pizzas. A little yeah. reference to the heckle at the end of the Game Awards there. It was. Was it like a TikTok prank? Was he a TikToker? No, he's done it before. Like he did, uh, uh, I, th I think, like pro Hong Kong uh, things like that at like NBA playoff games and uh he did something at BlizzCon once so I don't maybe it's maybe it's oh, TikTok. Uh, I don't know. a performance artist yeah but he's 15 which means he was doing some of those when he was like 12 well that's how you sort of build a name for yourself I yeah, suppose I was not doing that when I was 12 Kiro Osex the 13th gives $10 and says ranking of all Ken Levine games mine is Thief 2 Bioshock Thief System Shock 2 Bioshock Infinite I like all of those a lot I'd move Bioshock Infinite up probably to just after Bioshock myself, Kira X13, but yeah, more or less the same for me. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are down on Bioshock Infinite. I like Bioshock Infinite. It's got a very different so tone I. to the other games, but you know, yeah. I, I appreciated the sort of swashbuckling vibe. Uh, so did I. Yeah, definitely. That, again, it was a victim of being shown too early and not being able to live up to some of those I promises. Suppose. I thought it was cleverly written. There's some clever writing in Bioshock Infinite, and I appreciate that sort of thing. I agree with that. A superb owner gives $5. He says, I'm looking forward to seeing if Armored Core 6 will be a recursive genre game. 
Surely 2023 will be the year that recursive finally catches on. He means Souls-like. And yeah, the fact that I had to say he means Souls-like means recursive probably isn't going to catch on. A superb no. owner. Listen, listen, they all they all can be winners. You got you have Spectacle Fighter. Yeah, that works. I've, I've heard Ghost Train Ride mentioned Yay. other places. No, I don't. I'm not fully aboard the Ghost Train Ride. Although I literally do want to go on a Ghost Train Ride. So, well, aside from all that, who doesn't like going on a Ghost Train Ride? You can ghost, snot, you can take a easily scared lady on, and then she might close in for a snog. <laughs> Look at that! Sounds perfect. Uh, but yes, from what it sounds like, it is not going to be uh, recursive like the Souls games. It sounds like it's going to be mission based. So you choose a mission from a from a list. Isn't I think it's going to be very I different than anything they've made. Software's made other Armored Core games, haven't they? I mean, yeah, uh, Miyazaki I, directed other Armored Core games. I understand that's from Software's other big franchise besides the Souls like shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know why everyone's like suddenly speculating on how Armored Core Six will be different for some reason. I think they haven't made one in a while they haven't made one since sort of oh, new, okay. they've re-identified themselves oh okay uh dylan cunts comes in with 999 says joined late what's your guys opinion of hades 2 ladies night out i'm excited to see what they do with some of the minor gods they're bringing in why are you like a fan of the obscure ones you think fucking uh <sighs> Dionysus doesn't get enough screen time in video games heard, these days. I heard both of these is going to be in uh, this game. Both of these nuts. Bah, waka waka. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't falling for that one. Uh, the uh, Casey and Jesse did fall for that one during uh, a God oh, of War okay. stream. Man, some people don't read enough memes. I think their innocence is beautiful. That's what I think. Van, member for 12 months in early access, using their member chat to say, finally made a year just starting Bloodborne tips. Uh, fight aggressively. Defensive yes. and tanking uh, will get you through Dark Souls. That is absolutely not the case in Bloodborne. Get stuck in, me old son. Yep. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. There's only one shield, and it's kind of only there as a joke. It is a goof shield, which I'm, yeah. which I'm a big fan of. Don't use the shield. Captain Loin gives $5. So special shout out to the flute guy at the Game Awards, Pedro Eustache, who saved the night for the Xenoblade fans after losing best score to G.O.W. Kay. He was the man who played the flute, and apparently he was a lead flutist uh, on the Dune soundtrack. Flautist. So he was just rocking word. out. The word flautist? Flautist or flautist, not flutist. Flat, okay. Um, I feel like flutist makes more sense. They're called flutes, not flouts. What's going on there? You yeah, change what that word language, is. language is weird. Counterpoint, words are jazz, and flutes are a big part of jazz. Why, why, uh, is this, I, why is the senior engineer on a film set called The Best Boy? Who the fuck knows? Oh, so he's just being such a good boy. He's being, he's being an incredible boy. But Is Toffee your best boy? Of course. Oh, There are no better nice. boys. Oh. But in space, though, gives $5 and says, if you had told me that a weird teen stole a hot mic at the Game Awards, I would have expected them to say a lot worse than Rabbi Bill Clinton. Yeah, I assumed it would be a Kanye West situation. Well, and also everyone immediately assumed it was like an anti-Semitic dog whistle, but it turned out the kid was Jewish. I assume so, the kid was going to run out and say, I'm glad for you and I'll let you finish, but everyone knows Sonic Frontiers was the best game of the year. That would have been very good. I'm just also glad he didn't steal the mic from Al Pacino because that would have just been very rude. He'd have kicked his ass. <laughs> Al Pacino always seems like a powder keg ready to blow to me. <laughs> Even 90-year-old Al Pacino? Yeah. 
Uh, Mason Charrier gives $5. It says, Yahtzee, I'm curious about your fixation on Zoroastrianism. I know nothing about it, but you bring it up a lot. Also, last name is Sharia. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's just a funny word. I latch on to funny big words like uh, sesquipedalian or serendipitous. I like serendipitous. That's, or, a, that's a good word. Or calipigian, which means having beautifully proportioned buttocks. Uh, wait, so you're not interested in Zoroastrianism? Fuck no. Uh, I don't know the first okay. thing about Zoroastrianism. I just know it's gotcha. got the word Zoro in there, and that makes it beautiful. Yeah, it was founded by Antonio Banderas, and he did his cool things with a sword. Parting is Zoro such sweet Zoro. John Connor gives five Canadian dollars and says, Knowing that the weebs outweighed the Sonic Nuts gives me some semblance of peace. Shame it had to be Genshin, though. I want to say, I feel like there's a lot of weeb Sonic Nut crossover. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know, what, how, we're, how are we putting them against each other? Yeah. What are we I doing? Mean, the Venn diagram for that yeah. probably uh, gets squashed together like a wonder bra. Yeah. Christian Hansen gives six ninety nine Canadian dollars. Yeah, I'll leave you to puzzle over that particular thing. I thought that was great, honestly. I'm still thinking about it. It's very strange, but I liked it. And says, any tips for gaming as a new father? I find the switch in handheld mode is good for playing while holding baby, but do you have other suggestions? Uh, make it your job to play video games so that you have an excuse to go to a detached office and play them all the time where your kids can't come. Literally the worst tip. Just That's a real terrible tip. It's what works for me. Just a real, real dog shit tip. Uh, it feels like Switch would be a a, a good thing to because Switch you could just you can pause whenever you want, you can turn it off whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. Maybe play stuff on your phone, one finger, Marvel yeah, Snap. Yeah. Well, that's you what it's one finger. That's what it's designed for. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Roach gives ten dollars. Says supposedly Genshin Impact had in-game incentive for voting for it, and the player's choice feels kind of cheaty. If I'm honest, shrug. Well, I guess there's no real law against it. I mean, I mean, my thing is, none of these awards are real or matter. No. And no. user vote, even more so, isn't real and doesn't matter. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's like the the runty little uh, step sibling of the awards. As also, I, say, I yes, want to say we, uh, that's the that's the award that lets them say we listen to what the fans want before they can go back to their rich people cunt party over to over over at the main stage. It's also really funny because Shashank in the chat only likes two things in life, and it's Genshin Impact and Pokemon, and gets very angry whenever anyone speaks ill of one of them. And so he is saying that is a lie. It is a false flag that Genshin Impact offered in-game uh, rewards. Okay. I still think it's funny. It's very funny. doesn't matter. Nothing's real. We're all going to die. Cody450 gives $2. Says, yeah, I'm sure FF16 will be really good in 70 hours. Lol. I don't think it's going to be that long. Yeah, this is like a callback to when I reviewed Final Fantasy XIII, which... Oh, no, I, that I, gets I a long time to get good. I freely admitted I could only play like the first six hours because I was really busy at the time with various life things. Uh, so I reviewed the first six hours, and then everyone was all like, oh, it gets really good 20 hours in once you're past the tutorial. And I'm like, you are absolutely not selling me on any of this shit, you people. Um, uh, Gatekeeper684 goes to and says, I'm just waiting for information on the next Elder Scrolls and whether it'll be an Xbox exclusive. Come on, Bethesda. They're busy with Starfield, Gatekeeper684. What do you want? Yeah, they have a, they have a, they have a big game coming out soon. Maybe they'll have it's a whole planet much. in Starfield that's just the Elder Scrolls universe. 
oh my god land on it and you're like you're a robot with a gun but then there's all these like cat people running around oh that'd be great yeah yeah and then that's that that's where they put the next elder scrolls game it was hidden in starfield all along uh back in nam gives yeah you get to that planet you just get arrested and then uh, an elder scrolls adventure starts in the prison like it always does Back in Nam gives 499 and says, just wanted to wish everyone at the Escapist a wonderful end of the year. Do either of you get really festive with holiday decorations? My wife more than I do. My living room currently contains like an eight foot tree and a little model village that she absolutely stressed herself out putting together. And I always wonder, particularly this year, considering we're spending Christmas uh, out of town, but you know, we're in the suburbs. Them housewives got to find something to do with their time. I was just about to say, I I, I like decorating my house. My housewife, <laughs> where's my house husband? Uh, I like I like decorating. Yeah, and I put up I put up a little little model village. I inherited one from my dad. It's really nice. It has a Dickensian area and it has like an old fifties area. Yeah, my wife's model village was inherited as well. This seems to be yeah. the only way people get model villages. We just have to die and then pass them on. Easy peasy. Snake 360 is 499, and then it says message retracted. Okay. Oh, I have it written down. I have it written down. They can't cheat us. Oh. I copy and paste them all. Snake 360. Is it embarrassing? Uh, Yahtzee, did you think God of War Ragnarok was a net positive game? Yahtzee, did you like it to any appreciable degree? I'm not sure why. So it was just like a weird typo. Well, Well, he probably thought that he sounded too needy when he was typing that out. Uh, I think it's fine. Oh, I need someone to praise God of War Ragnarok. Cause no, oh, now I shouldn't have read it. Oh no! And then later on, he asked it again. <laughs> oh no! What's going Snake on with? I'm sorry. What's going on with Snake Three Sixty? What's the deal with Snake? Do you, do, do you think it was net positive? Uh, no. I mean, it's not positive in terms of like it hasn't ca- caused harm to like the environment, right? Well, it probably has in some way. In in that oh. all human endeavor does. Well, in that way, yeah, I guess. And there was a lot of probably had to turn on a lot of computers to make God of War Ragnarok. This is your problem. You keep reading all these fucking Zoroastrianism books, and you keep bringing all these views here to the podcast. I don't even know if that's true. That Zoroastrianism is about that. <laughs> I also, I'm pretty sure I added like two or three syllables to that. That's a very hard word to say. I just Zoro- realized that word never comes out of my mouth. Zoroastrianism. It's Zoroastrianism. Got, it's, it's got two diphthongs in it. That, that'll that throw you. What's a diphthong? A diphthong is where you put two vowels together in such a way that it changes the sound. Oh, so like Oa and Ia are both diphthongs. Oh, it like has two U-turns. Don't you just end yeah. up back where you're going, though? Who knows? Moving on. Frozen Socks 231 gives $10 and says, What do you think the Game Awards have been missing and should include next year? A gun. A oh, big no. gun, and every time someone wins an award, they have to come up to the stage and put the gun in their mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, I'm assuming there's a chance it doesn't go off, right? Because if it goes off every time, that's just, I'm not going to keep watching that. Well, that's what we'll tell them. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, Al Pacino was the first person up there. You just killed well, Al Pacino. <laughs> well, he wasn't receiving an award. Uh, oh, Christopher Judge. What about God of War 3? Ah, he's the, he's done his job now. <laughs> We've got to pass that baton on to Kratos. Kratos voice actor's eminently replaceable, it seems. Ooh. As Christopher Judge would well know. Oh, no! 
Joshua B gives five dollars and says the best performance category just taking mocap performances into account and not voice actors feels kind of demeaning like that's not real acting is that all they take into account i assumed voice acting was taken taken into account uh yeah i mean y yeah i don't i don't i don't know I, what do you I want think, about I mean, Joshua I'm sure, yeah i'm sure some of them also do the mocap but um I don't. I don't think it's everyone. I assume. Yeah, Joshua, God of, what's going on here? Yeah, I assume God of War was a mocap and audio recorded simultaneously situation. Yeah. Um, uh, also, Nan Engage didn't do the mocap. She just did the the cap, just the capture. She was just there. Will Cooling gives two pounds. Says Yazi should do award winners from non nominees. I would Will Cooling, but I feel like I'd need to play literally every game that came out, and I yeah. usually focus on what ends up being nominated anyway because those are the high profile games yeah i think we talked the other week about i'm not sure if we said what it like if when we were talking about the, the indie games you might have missed this year like i said tinykins wasn't nominated for anything and i thought tinykins was delightful yeah yeah well if you like that sort of thing uh old hunter 77 gives five pound dollars and says, Oscar winners get a real boost to their careers, e.g. better roles and pay scale. Is there any similarity with game awards, i.e. does winning matter? I wouldn't know. Guess you'd have to ask game developers. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of the winners, like in the past eight years, have been like Rockstar and Nintendo and Sony. And yeah, like, these guys fine. have all the cachet they will ever need. FromSoft obviously doesn't need it. Uh, maybe, like last year with It Takes Two, uh, maybe. Like maybe winning game of the year, like will allow Joseph Ferris to to yeah find more funding with his next project. Maybe in that case, yeah. I mean, just like slapping game award winner, or just just like I think people just if you just put award winning in your blurb, a lot of people just sort of gloss over that phrase. These I days. mean, that's like we we were talking about how like there's like a Far Cry Six game of the year edition. And it's yeah. just because someone probably knew, like the, the, the UB blog probably yeah, made games of the year. So many different websites, and they all give out their own awards. So literally anything could be award winning if you dig if you mm -hmm. dig far enough. Lance Drake gives five dollars. Says Yahtzee disturbing Toffee to do the claps in my earlier super chat. Now that's commitment. Give the little nuggets some scratches for me. Aww. Okay, I will disturb Toffee again to give the him best scritches. boy. The best boy. He loves it. See, he licks my nose to tell me he loves it. Oh, he's been noshing his butt. Oh, uh, Hunter Road gives $5 and says, apparently my last super chat was a lie started by Sonic fans. Shrug. Gacha games shouldn't be winning anything, though. Okay, um, what, was, what was Hunter Road's last super chat? Oh, that was the thing about how the false flag operation from, from Genshin Impact fans, oh, like Genshin oh, Impact offering the, oh. the in-game thing. Um... I find that Wait, pretty funny. Well, do, well, I assume they just like put up like a pop-up or something saying, hey, if you like our game, vote for the Game Awards. We will give you yeah. nothing. And people yeah. voted for it because people are weird. Maybe Sonic Frontiers put that same pop-up, but it disappeared in the sky. It was never seen again. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in the grand scheme of gacha games, uh, Genshin Impact is, you can get so much out of that game without spending a dollar. So it's the least is the least of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, Look, place one of them ten cent Chinese mobile games. Yeah, one of these days. But don't you dare say anything about Marvel Snap. I will turn this fucking stream around. Certainly won't. 
Brander gives 449 and says, Hi guys, TY for all the great content. Got a few friends playing per Persona 5 Royal for the first time. Yatsi, do you feel Royal fixed the issues from the base game? Um, I wouldn't say it was a, so much a fixing the issues as just adding more stuff and therefore making the first game redundant. Yeah. Situation. I would, my, in my opinion, there's only two steps backwards in Royal and the rest mm -hmm. of the steps are forwards. And the steps backwards are, I don't think the music in, uh, when you get sneak attacks, I don't think the music in battles is as good as the original game. Piss off. A lot of sneak attacks. Oh my God. Piss the battle off. music in the original game, better. Absolutely better. Takeover, not an absolute banger. It was good. Not as good as, as, as the Persona 5 track, in my opinion. I completely disagree. I think Takeover is a far bigger banger than uh, whatever the other one was called. I feel like it should be reserved. It goes too hard, and you can't be going too hard every time. because You're you starting a fucking fight to the death. You've got to go in hard because the fight probably won't last very long. you got to kick in right away. That's, yeah, that's why it's a banger. Yeah. Fucking kid coming over here with my takeover wasn't a fucking banger hot take it also ruined the boss in okumura's palace that boss is so fucking hard in persona 5 royal it is fucking broke well it's someone bad. doesn't know how to stack their baton baton tosses no i don't I'm, I'm, it's too busy for baton no one needs my baton it's just me my baton is between me and my my lady on and my sweet makoto that's so gross what are we doing Go to the tm558 moving on Gives a hundred a hundred dollars. Oh my God! Jesus Christ! Jesus! Say, First time catching one of these live. Thank you guys for all the great content over the years. Jeez, wait for us to come up with a better target first. TM five five eight. We've already met the Sea of Thieves target. Also. If this was your first time, you should tune in to every stream we do ever, because I'm assuming yes, $100 yes. will be gifted in every stream. So yes. tune in later tonight as Casey and Jesse play a game that I requested art for that I don't remember the name of. Give us cash, money bags. Spread the Thank joy. Stimulate the economy, why don't you? Mm -hmm. Uh, example text gives five dollars. Says on the topic of voice acting, Stephen Merchant and Yahtzee as a duo of personality calls from Portal sounds like a gay old time. You know, I kind of look like Stephen Merchant in that I'm also weirdly tall and a sort of mm -hmm. a goggle-eyed weirdo. Stephen oh. Merchant feels like me in my exaggerated Final Fantasy Nine, you know, uh, blitz state. Yeah, he looks like me, but more so. He's, he's, like, even taller and even more of a goggle-eyed freak. It's like, well, so you're, like, the second evolution of a Pokemon as opposed to the third? Yeah, You're, like, yeah. a, a Charmeleon who is Charizard? Yeah, he's Charizard. I'm Charmeleon. But who would Charmander be? Answers in the comments. I want to know who it is. Uh, SVSCURE2000 gives 5 euros and says they should really beef up security at these events. He stood behind the devs on stage for so long he could have easily stabbed several of them. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I agree. SVSCURE, I completely agree that, like, the thing is funny in the moment, and then when you really think about it, you're like, that could have been, that could have been bad. That could have been extremely bad. What are we doing here? Uh, Dylan Johnson gives $2 and says, Yards, have you ever watched Peep Show? Oh, I have, have I ever watched that seminal British sitcom starring Robert Mitchell... Robert Webb and David Mitchell that aired in the late 90s and 2000s for something like 11 seasons. Gee. 
Fucking people ask, fucking, what is it with people coming here? It's the second week in a row, right? I'm not insane. Like, this happened with another show last week, right? Two weeks in a row. People come here and ask me if I've ever heard of incredibly popular British sitcoms. (laughs) What the fuck? Ask me if I've ever heard of So Haunt Me. That was an obscure sitcom from the 90s that I watched. Ask me if I've ever heard of um, uh, Pork Pie, the obscure spin-off of Desmond's. Those are obscure things that would justify that sort of question. Fucking peep show. I couldn't. I could never watch peep show for very long because I kind of get uncomfortable watching cringe comedy. But, That's like a big uh, British thing, though, right? In in that case, it was a little bit too much even for me. Yeah. And Snake Three Sixty. Have you ever uh, you ever you ever heard of the British sitcom The Office? Fuck off. Snake Three Sixty gives 199 and retracts the message again i assume that was the old one that you already read out about uh God of no War. that was a second one and it was what? yahtzee did you like gwr to any appreciable degree so he asked it twice and retracted both of them and just really wanted to know if you liked it to any appreciable degree this is insane insanity pure man snake 360 you're obsessed you just gotta just you gotta say yes you just gotta say yes at this point. okay fine yes okay great we did it, guys. I'm probably not going to put it in my top five, but you, you know, all no the the textures were all very competently oh my drawn. God. Do you know how many graphics there were? It was insane. But it had all the graphics. It had so many fucking graphics. You know how many little crevasses you had to slide through? Several. Yeah, someone had to draw all those. A superb owner gives five dollars and says, "Marty, unless I missed it, you forgot to have Yards guess which two franchises coming together for a crossover." Uh, oh yeah, we didn't talk about this. Although well, this would be impossible for you to guess. But what did you think of Dead Cells? Did you Dead play Dead Cells though? Uh, it was a roguelike with uh, Souls-like elements, and mm-hmm. it was all right and pixelarty. Uh, they had a trailer, and it's getting a crossover with Castlevania. It's Castlevania, yeah. I saw the yeah. Uh, I saw the YouTube thumbnail for that. The the problem is we don't know. It was just like an animated trailer that showed like Simon and and Richter and Alucard and Dracula and everything. So we don't know if it's just going to be putting those characters and sprites in Dead Souls or Dead Cells, or if you know, is it going to be Castlevania flavored Dead Cells or Dead Cells flavored Castlevania? Ooh, the, the question. Yeah, I'll probably just like overlay the characters, like when they put Duke Nukem in Bulletstorm. Yeah, would be my guess. Uh, Humana Shield gives four ninety nine or Humane Shield, and says, I think Skyrim was a fluke and was developed at the right time, and Bethesda doesn't have the team or the ideal to replicate the same kind, same kind of success. Ooh, Skyrim was a fluke. A fluke installment of an incredibly long-running video game franchise that yeah. was already popular and still is to this day. Yeah, like Morrowind and Oblivion were beloved. Yeah, and everyone Morrowind Fallout, Fallout like 3 a, was beloved and I mean, people were down on Oblivion a bit, but Morrowind was yeah, it's like a yeah. all time classic. That seems like you're trying to like Human Shield, it sounds like you're trying to neg Bethesda Ooh. in the same way that we were trying to do to the audience to get them to donate money and it worked. So he's he's maybe. trying uh, maybe he's trying to court controversy. <laughs> uh Okay. Um some symbols gives 279 canadian dollars and says new valiant heart coming soon finally good from you you're a strange one weird symbols <laughs> new valiant, uh, yes well that's a yeah. bit that's a bit uh 
past its prime, Valiant Hearts. That's like ten years old, isn't it? And uh, it was like just a small, is. just like a little indie adventure game thing. Uh, but you'll be excited because it is coming exclusively to Netflix. Not uh, like a huh. TV show. You will only be able to download it and play it if you have a Netflix membership. Okay, I look forward to probably not noticing it come out then. Mm -hmm. that, that sounds about right, honestly. They have not been doing a great job with their... with their. Um, they have a lot of good games on it. They have, like, Before Your Eyes. They have Spirit Fair. They have Immortality. A lot of great games. Andrew S., member for seven months in Early Access, says GeoGuessr should have been nominated for Best Ongoing. Have you heard of this? This is like this weird sort of browser game that's got this <laughs> weird speedrun community. That's this one where it like shows you a picture and you gotta guess where it is on Earth. Like yeah, it shows you like a closest. Google a Google Street Map image, a randomly mm -hmm. chosen Google Street Map image, and you have to deduce where you are in the world to within a certain distance. Yeah. Uh, but um, is it really so ongoing? Like, isn't it just the game, or does it really grow? Like, no, I guess it doesn't. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's got its own like sort of niche community that's really into it. Maybe it is like constantly is figuring ongoing. out yeah gameplay yeah. updates. Who the fuck knows? We should do that for a game night sometime. Nick, GeoGuessr. Put on the list. Scavenger gives two dollars. Says, So how was I supposed to win a Steam Deck? So do you did you did you read anything about this? Nope. Uh if you purchased anything from Steam uh in the last year, you could just click a button and you were signed up for a uh contest. They were giving away a Steam Deck every minute of the show. Huh. Um but the uh uh apparently it was just inundated with spam bots and so it was like uh. MILF Hunter four twenty was like winning winning steam decks and stuff which i find very funny oh dear yeah i'm just noticing that the chat officially agrees with me that takeover is amazing oh well that's good so you know what i'm not so, i'm not yeah. gonna get angry over positivity towards persona you guys can be wrong it's fine it's fine a superb owner last surprise that was the name of the other that was the last surprise yeah yeah fine music all right a superb owner. Sorry, um, I keep coming up with new thoughts in my brain, which is what it's for. Do you think the opening cinematic in Persona 5 was better than the opening cinematic of Persona 5 Royal? I do, yeah. I agree. Okay, yeah. moving on. So that's one, of the other th that's one of the other three things that's better than the original. Kind of shoddily animated the uh, opening cinematic for Persona Royal, I always thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, which seems weird. And they all like throwing gems at each other like it's snow, and it feels like someone would get very badly injured. Uh, someone, someone would die from that. Gems are yeah. very sharp. A superb owner, sorry, I keep saying your name and then not reading your chat out. I think I'll do it again. A superb owner gives $10 and says, Yats, any chance of Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe making it into your games you didn't review roundup? I don't want to spoil anything, but the game is basically the original plus a sequel rolled up into one. Yeah, I played it. It was more of the fun, you know, break the fourth wall gags. I don't know if it really, like, made any additional point. But it was, it was fun to have some more shit to find in that game, I guess. Yeah, if you like the original, you'll you'll very much enjoy what they added to it. Uh, Celib, member for four months in early access, says, Mart, I'm curious, are you employed at Escapist full-time? I am. Thank you for asking. Ah. Uh, yeah, I actually just became full-time um, uh, hey. in November, November 1st. High five salaried employee crew. We did it. It's, it's just you, me, Nick, and uh, Omar, I think. 
and I believe John joined. Yeah. Everyone else, everyone, else is, everyone else is on contracts. What a bunch of suckers. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of them also have other jobs. Like <laughs> Amy, Amy and Casey literally work at developers. Wesley Thomas gives uh, two Canadian dollars and says, ever hear of Faulty Towers? Oh, we've brought them all out now. Now they're doing it as a joke. Yes, Even Faulty I've Towers. I've heard of Faulty Towers, and I'm a yeah, dummy. See, he's heard of Faulty Towers. Yeah. two thousand says, Yahtzee, have you ever watched Dinner for One? It's like a mandatory yearly tradition here in Germany. I did hear about this as a sort of like interesting uh, random fact. There's this like one British comedy sketch that just plays on German television every year at Christmas for some reason. French. And it's like a it's a dude being served wine by his butler and the butler gets progressively drunk. And uh, I guess Germans think that's really funny. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I like the I like the premise. I think the premise is pretty good. Uh, Dick Earthquake gives 4.99 and says, "Okay, Yats, have you seen 15 Stories High with Sean Locke? God rest that beautiful man." Yes, I did. I think that was uh, a pretty obscure series and uh, deserved more attention. It was funny. I don't know what else to say. It's about a dude in a tower block and weird surreal humor happens. Uh, Mirfall Dewat gives four forty nine pounds and says, "Any chance you're going to include sports story in your top of the year, assuming it comes out before then?" I don't know what that is. Oh, Do, are you talking about soccer story? Uh, no, so it's very confusing. So soccer story just came out. Okay. Our sports story is the follow up to golf story. Do you remember golf story from like two thousand eighteen or seventeen? I vaguely remember. It was a it was a indie golf RPG for Switch that was really big, and they've been working on a follow up for a very long time called Soccer Story, uh, no, called Sports Story, excuse me, um, which is different from the Soccer Story that just came out. But it's also definitely not coming out this year because this it is it is um, December twelfth, and they have not announced the release date. You'd be very dumb to release a game in the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying that uh, it feels before we started the podcast. I was just saying to Marty, it feels like more than once. The very last thing I've reviewed in the year before taking my break before the awards has turned out to be like a bad games list candidate. Mm -hmm. And I'll say no more. Dun, dun, dun. Have uh, you, did you get a code for High on Life? No, I didn't. No, I, I don't think anyone got a code. I just saw reviews came up, went up uh, today and it comes out tomorrow. And I'm just curious. That's like the Justin Roiland, the, yeah, the goof, the goof shooter. Yeah. So, no, just curious. Huh, I'd have completely forgotten about it. I guess that's what I'm playing this week. There you go. Uh, Niccolo Manahan gives 250 things, some variety of money, and says, Yahtzee, have you heard of the British Christmas classic ADBC, a nativity story told to the healing power of rock opera? No. Well done. You've referenced some British thing I haven't heard of. Oh, no, they did it. Congratulations. A superb owner gives two dollars and says, "Yards, have you ever heard of Winston Churchill?" Yes, yeah, so yes, we're all having a funny joke now. <laughs> I might turn that back around on you. Have you heard of Churchill: The Hollywood Years, which was a British comedy film starring Christian Slater? Look at that! I have not. Which featured uh, Vic Reeves and Bob Mortimer in a cameo role, incidentally. That's uh, also Nick says we did get it. An added code for High on Life on Saturday. Nick, did you tell anyone? What's going on with this? Yeah. 
Nick just Nick's too good to talk to us now, apparently. King Nick? Prince Nick? Emperor Nick? There's no more. I don't know any other royalties. You're doing great, Nick. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Zekrul gives $5. Says, do you think suspending your belief would be a good follow-up to your EP on tone? Maybe where some of the comments disagreeing on Frontiers come from. I think suspending one's disbelief and uh, tone or mismatch are two different things, Zekrul. And perhaps I will explain the difference at length. Just because you're, just because you are, I don't know. Uh, I was trying to think. I was thinking of topics for extra punctuation because I want to put out an extra one over the Christmas period when I'm skipping zero punctuation. And I was thinking something along the lines of what does optional mean in games? Because mm. I always think that's a weird word for you to use for video games. Because surely everything's optional. It's a hobby. Yeah, like when I was saying that the, my favorite area of God of War Ragnarok is a completely optional thing. Like, what, yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's not a whole article in it, but I'll think about it. Yeah. Humane uh, also, Shield. Big, wait, big update from Nick. Okay. Uh, Frost is reviewing High on Life. So there you go. Nick, turns right. out Nick was actually doing his job. Uh, there you go. 100% correctly. He, <laughs> was, he was on the ball all along. <laughs> Humane shit. Your camera's unfocused, by the way. It has been for a while. Everyone has said that. I don't know how to make it. I don't know how to focus it. I would turn it off, but it's going to fuck everything up. Uh, try putting your face really close to the camera and then leaning back again. Oh, my God. Everyone's going everyone's gonna to see, see I my... don't know if your camera's got an autofocus. I think it does. I think it does. I think it does. Oh, God. Never do that again. How are we looking now? We're at the end of the show. It's fine. It's okay, fine, everybody. That, I didn't really I'll help. get a new camera. I'll get a new camera. Now that I'm, now that I'm fancy full-time. Nick, how do we get a new camera? Nick, uh, Humane Shield gives nine ninety nine and says, Me again. What I meant to say, most people will expect Elder Scrolls 6 to be Skyrim 2 and will come away disappointed. Also, Yahtzee, you should watch the show Brock Meyer Great Comedy. Okay, Humane <laughs> Shield. Thanks for the dosh. Uh, I am... It does feel like Elder Scrolls 6 will have a lot to live up for. Uh, um, but that also probably won't be coming out until like 2030, so we're fine. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Scavenger gave us $5 and says, any regular Christmas movies? I cry every time I watch Joyous Noel. Also, will oh, we get another cool. Games I Didn't Review list after the chart toppers? I'm thinking about it, Scavenger, but apparently a high on life might end up being covered in January. We'll see Maybe. how the to see how the chips fall. Do you, there's, do you there's, there's, there's quite a few games this year I didn't review. We talked about them on a podcast a while back. Christmas movies? Uh, not really. Uh, I remember back in England they used to show The Great Escape during the Christmas oh, yeah. period, and I used to like watching that. It's not really a Christmassy film. Yeah. Uh, B.S. Marsh gives $5 and says, It's interesting how the Germans love dinner for one and Faulty Towers, especially how Basil reacts to the German guests on the show. It's a beloved episode. Yeah, I'm, yeah they can all have a sense of humour about being big fat Nazis these days. Must be nice. <laughs> they don't have it coming back to their countries so Spe there you go. speaking of the great escape actually i was thinking about it recently because there's a dude in callisto protocol who dies in exactly the same way saying exactly the same lines that donald Ple donald pleasant says when he dies in the great escape and do they never bring up the movie the great escape in callisto protocol it's not like a movie that exists in that universe no it's just kind of ripped off that's strange uh, Blade V8 gives £2. Says, yeah, have you ever heard of Early Doors? Yeah, obscure 
sort of uh, semi-sitcom stroke true-to-life thing by the person who made The Royal Family, I think, that aired during the 90s. I thought it wasn't funny at all. A superb owner gives $2 and says, what are you two giving each other for the holidays? Uh, I'm giving him this. Bam! Oh, no. Suck I don't even see it. what it is. Well, I don't even have a camera. You don't even share your camera with me. I don't know what it was. Well, you'll find out in a minute. Uh, I'm going to keep doing the thing where I, uh, I'm going to keep going close to the camera so that everyone has to see my weird nose pores. Great. Yeah. Turkheim gives 100 arses and fittingly says, yeah, it's what's your most obscure British media? Well, uh, let's say Exploitica rides again. There, look it up. Well, I don't even know how to spell those words. Exploitica. Is it comedy? It, does, anything, does anything come up? I'd be I'd be surprised if they did. Yeah, it's an IMDb page. Okay. A comedy in which Z-grade B-movies are lampooned using think bubbles and doctored clips. Oh, damn, I've been found out. Yeah, I, I used to really like it. Uh, make, was it. Did you make it? No, I didn't this, make it. Oh, I thought this was like secretly a weird backdoor way to like try to get people to go to your Exploitica right. Rides Again YouTube channel. Donald Navity, member for 18 months in tip jar, says nothing. Watchtex gives $10 and says, what's your favorite Monty Python skit? Uh, the cheese shop. And John Connor gives two Canadian dollars and says, if there was an award for top controller, what is? Uh, the fat controller from Thomas the Tank Engine. Thanks for all your super chats. I gotta go walk the dog and have lunch now. Wojciech, uh, uh, you're named after an incredible Polish bear. I'm a big fan of Wojciech the bear. And the okay. best controller is the, the Wavebird for the GameCube. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Uh, what's coming up this week? Oh, my God. Uh, so later tonight uh, will be uh, Hidden Gems with uh, Casey and Jesse at 6 p.m. Central. So please tune into that. Oh, my God. There's a whole $100 donation now. This oh, for is, fuck's this sake. Is terrifying. This is terrifying. But this is a good... It's $100. we got to be nice to this one. Donald, hello. Well, we don't, do we? Because we've... I'm going to be nice. Well, we've proved time and again how effective being nasty to them can be. But that... <laughs> this one's red! You have to be nice to red! Okay. Thanks to the money, Donald Navity. Where's the rest? Donald Navity says, I don't know what to put here, so I hope everyone has a great few weeks. Well, oh. that was worth the fucking wait. Thank you so much. But we're also, are we, we're doing an episode next week, right? Are we? Or is next week a vacation? When are you off? Uh, I think it's the week after I'm on vacation. Well, the, the yes. week after is the day after Christmas, which we'll definitely, we'll, we will not be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. But the but, 19th? So we still got one more left? Yeah, I'm out of town from the 24th to the 1st of January. So yeah. Okay. Next we'll, week. We'll, we'll cook up something good next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. Do all the rest of uh, stuff. You know, watch, I've, watch I've, everything. Just whatever. I got a zero punctuation coming out on Wednesday. I am doing Evil West this week by popular ah, request. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, do I have an extra punctuation coming out this week or one going public? I can never keep track of these things. Uh, I believe it's one going public. Yes. Yes. The tone right. one is going public, I believe. Yes. So I need to write another bloody one. Oh Jesus. Oh no! It never ends. Well, it's lucky I've already played the last game I'm reviewing this year. Rest in peace, games. And don't forget, Adventures Night came out over the weekend. Uh, it's the, the action's really hotting up now. I get mm -hmm. to do a terrible southern accent at one point in the latest episode. And there'll <laughs> be a new one for members only on uh, come Saturday. Yes. Oh my god, the, the pen penultimate episode. Is it? Are we that it's, close? I believe episode 13 of 15 is this Saturday. Oh, okay. Well, that's not penultimate. 
the pen full... penultimate. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you just had a stammer. <laughs> All right. I guess that'll be it for Mars. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, best bye. boy. Bye. We love you really. Bye. Love you the best boy. Bye, bye everybody. Have a great, have a great day. Bye. All.